Welcome to Food Love, the space between terroir and the Tao of food. This is Rafina Garay, and I'm your host. I've been radio silent for a number of months. I took this incredibly long summer road trip in an RV with my family to go visit my mother, who was celebrating a monumental birthday. And I guess it was sort of an epic journey with a lot of smoke-filled skies. And this was last year, 2021. And now it's 2022. And I had wanted to do a broadcast to thank both Finn River Farm and Cidery and the Quimper Unitarian Universalist Fellowship for their unflinching support of the kind of episodes that we're producing. And the strange thing, which I think some other people who are out there doing creative things can understand, is that the minute I asked for money um, to help support the production of the podcast, I um, let the whole thing collapse on itself um, because I just started to worry about making it work as opposed to just speaking the truth and putting things out there that maybe will help us connect differently. And I turned turned the whole thing upside down on its head. I also, in the meantime, um, started a super hyper-local law practice. I know that sounds strange, uh, but I am um, both an artist and a lawyer. And the, the piece about practicing law was recognizing that there are so many challenges for, for people, for farmers trying to preserve their agricultural land, uh, for conservation of um, lands that are meant to be preserved as salmon habitat and all of these things locally, as well as the need for farmers to kind of navigate basic real estate law. And so I have started to do that. And it's been a little difficult to juggle those things, but I'm, I'm navigating my way through. That said, I also participated in Straight Up Magazine's, um, uh, I guess it was an open house of sorts, and the theme was death. Um, And in that incredible, incredible um, gathering during the pandemic, I got a chance to listen to some beautiful singers uh, and saw some really evocative visual arts pieces. And I just want to give kudos to the Straight Up Magazine for being local, being literary, being artistic, and persisting through the pandemic with really quality pieces uh, that are at the intersection of community, you know, social issues and conversations around race. So I'll just give all of those folks a shout out. And I'm going to read one of these pieces. I'm actually back on the air because uh, a friend of mine, Loida, said, I want to hear more of your work. And the strange thing was, before I left on that road trip, I had a really negative personal experience with someone who I I really valued as a friend. And the interesting thing was, I sort of thought we were on the same page around certain social issues, around social justice, and hadn't really made it a big thing to talk about certain things. And, And I ran into a place where I just didn't recognize, you know, this person anymore. And, and that's a loss, and it takes a while sometimes to recover from things like that. In any event, um, there it was, my friend Loida kind of 
reminding me that I had something to say. And that even if sometimes the things we have to say don't land well with a particular person, they're still meaningful to say. And I have found like incredible moments with people in listening to some of this work that I've done, which is highly experimental. And, you know, a friend called it poetry. I don't think it counts as that sometimes because there's a lot of people writing poetry out there who are writing really exceptional poetry. I think about this work as uh, social justice spoken word pieces, and they are intentionally made to disrupt the silence. Um, And silence appears in so many different forms. And radio silence for me has been like maybe the biggest metaphor for the kinds of silences I've experienced. And what I found was that RV trip where we spent all this time in um, beautiful lands across the country, even though it was a smoke-filled sky from the fires in California, which I just found out at least the Dixie fires were produced by Pacific Gas and Electric. And they settled for $55 million dollars. And to me, that seems like a really small amount for the number of forests that were destroyed, the number of houses, the number of people impacted, and then like half the country that experienced smoke-filled skies. More than that, actually, it went all the way across um, with the wind currents. And it changed the summer for all those farmers in, in the middle of the country where they said they're used to getting smoke skies um, in August, but they weren't really used to having them in July. Anyway, I wrote this piece called Celestial Bodies and Chaos after reading Cast, or I guess I was listening to it, um, uh, by Isabel Wilkerson. And it is just a profound book. I also wrote it after seeing Fantastic Fungi. So if you've ever watched that, there are pieces in here that you'll understand in ways that nobody else can. So I'm hopeful that something in here will resonate with you. And Loida, in particular, this is to say that I I both deeply love and appreciate who you are uh, for my son, his education, our family, and um, to let you know that I see you. Celestial Bodies in Chaos Dropped from the sky, not Adam, but atoms bouncing in excitement at the freedom of bursting out of dark matter into known space. A playground of carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, reaching for each other, bonding but needing oxygen to breathe, needing the white of phosphorus to glow, needing sulfur to waft the stench of humanity's waste in life, to keep us humble in our evolution and to remind us that it isn't just dust to which we return, but stardust. Stardust that we do not remember. We cannot remember. We must remember, even if slowly. Something in my bones knows another something eternal. Neurally networked first in sea, then in sky through the lightning amidst the ether underfoot in forests among the fruitful mushrooms, causing intentional decay. Great Gaia's macrophages eat at just the right moment, while taking shape molded out of the earth from what was deep in the ground, Adam, a madman, a mudman, arose in his intelligence.
but what of his celestial soul? Not far from the campfire glow I stand. Maybe I can feel my other brethren's intelligence micro-thumping and pulsing that attunes my heart to synaptic sensory messages between trees made of salmon eaten by bear, creating forests, lightning-speed chi traveling to and fro in the story below the understory to tell us we've forgotten that we are celestial bodies, that we are all connected kin. How our faulted memory hurts now that this brother is broken, underfoot, under knee, this one's run, gunned down, these sisters shot, blood spilled, bullet riddled in the day and night without warrant. Reminders of the dark matter sun, hog-tied, voluntarily river-drowned in front of his father because the boy simply loved from the core of his celestial being. He was radiant light, too bright for marauding atoms. I don't know why the whole world isn't crying. Our neural networks in isolation fail us. My boy asks, what was the first color of the universe? Black, because it absorbs all of the energetic frequencies, becomes the container for all things not yet felt or dreamed. Even the scientists keep waiting for nothing to happen, to detect with secret desire the capture of dark matter deep in containers under the earth where no light shines. But the darkest matter is already in hearts, bound to this earth, and it is easy to see in daylight. I stretch my neck up and arch to see the whole obsidian night dotted by a multitude of celestial lights, encircled by the towering council of Douglas firs around me, and this portal pointing the way back. I wonder at a sky so ordered in its brilliance, taking light years of time to produce this one moment of impermanent connection to the constellations telling stories. And in this, I see how small I am. No matter how grand the touch of this beauty, this limited awareness of the beginning and of eternity, Mother Tree tends to my need for comfort in my inadequacy to hold the light and the dark together here in the woods, not the lone Madrona standing guard by lovers of and in Alexander's castle. On this earth, in this skin I'm in, to feel part of this cosmos, to know that he is me and I am him. The trees feel me and I them. The wind becomes the shadow of my breath, shades of the same celestial bodies beyond light, pure energy. Did those whispers of yesteryear's light stay in the sky when the time came to choose? Did they sense the loss and pain to come from forgetting what we really are? When we look up, are they laughing at 
our folly. When we fall from grace out of the lightness of being into gravity, depravity, and the chaos of misremembering, dismembering, owning, controlling each other, and forgetting that we are all made up of dark and light matter, let go the darkest matters of your heart. Stay fireside with me, celestial beings. Know we belong together, radiating light for each other out of the cosmos that birthed us and into the future we birth. So there are a few things. When I read this piece, or I guess I spoke this piece for the Straight Up Magazine Open House um, to launch their quarterly publication, which I highly recommend to people. It has a beautiful pink cover with a really visually stunning woman on the front with green hair. I think you should go get it and pick it up locally if you're around this area in Jefferson County. Um, But when I spoke this piece in front of, in back of me, I had these names, which I'm just going to read out loud to you. And I might not get them right exactly, um, some of the names. But this piece, in some ways, is a memorial. The Dark Matter Sun who was hogtied and river drowned, is Willie James Howard. And if you don't know him, I highly recommend you that you read Cast. There's a moment in the piece where I talk about a brother being underneath, and most of you will probably recognize that reference as a reference to George Floyd. The other one who whose run is gunned down is... Ahmad Aubrey, and the person who was bullet riddled um, without warrant. There was a, a no-knock warrant that was instrumental in, you know, opening up the door mistakenly to Brianna Taylor's apartment and resulting in her killing. There are other references in this piece as well to the Asian women in Atlanta who were slaughtered. And that's uh, Soon Chung Park, Hoon Jung Grant, Sungka Kim, Yang A. Yu, Delena Ashley Yon, Zai Ji Tan, and Dao Yu Feng. That particular theme of death uh, really brings up the concept of grief and how we relate to it and what we do. And and I do think one response to grief is to go silent. And there've been many things to grieve about. I think if you, um, if you also caught some of the references around the science within this spoken word piece, uh, there has been a lot of research done on dark matter. It's the hypothesized glue that holds the universe together. Um, you know, and I guess, you know, science sometimes is so close to science fiction. And that the article that I um, learned about dark matter from was in a Columbia University publication. Uh, that's my alma mater for law school. And I really think that, you know, sometimes we look to these things and, and think science is more real than emotion. But I think this piece is an invitation to consider the commonality of just our basic 
molecular makeup. And to think about these things in our connection to the universe um, and to other species of life forms. So I hope that you get a chance to, you know, reflect more fully. I've got some hyperlinks in the blog post that sort of explains some of the references. And if you get a chance, you'll also understand in those references some of the fantastic fantastic fungi references and and also the the reference to the madrona tree. I really hope that this episode as choppy as it is and as imperfect as it is is the renewed beginning of this year um, which I plan to focus on health and wellness um, as an overarching theme to the full year. I think most of us need that in you know sort of the the lingering phases of the pandemic. I'm hopeful to have a really good lineup of people focused on, ways in which we can eat um, and cook differently to support our highest health. I do plan to have two more readings, um, two more spoken word pieces that were also both part of the open house with um, Straight Up, and then a newer piece that I recently wrote on the Ukrainian war. So I hope you tune in and um, I look forward to hearing from you. Any feedback on the episodes is often helpful to me. And I did have people comment that they wanted to learn more about bone broth. So I'll also have some really practical tips in episodes that kind of identify some of the things I I have learned just through studying culinary arts and then also teaching culinary arts. And I guess from the culinary perspective that I should write something that wonders at the amazing network uh, among fungi um, and mushrooms, which I really love to eat. You know, I guess that's the that's the one thing. That's the one thing that relates to terroir here. In the Pacific Northwest, we have incredible environments for mushroom foraging. And um, the growth of those mushrooms is pretty incredible. And, you know, the people who forage uh, well are the ones who leave some so that the spores spread again and um, it's a it's a blessing just to live in this area which has so much um, bounty anyway it is the beauty and wonder of nature that I think provides a certain level of resilience Um, resilience that you can't necessarily always find just in yourself or through the conversations we have with our friends. You know, it's that ability to connect with something larger than oneself that I know so many people have had when you go camping or, you know, you get that walk outdoors. So the first, um, I guess the first message is to get out there and have that be part of your health and well-being for this full year. And thank you very much for listening. This is the first episode in 2022 of Food Love, the space between terroir and the Tao of food. Thanks again to our sponsors, Thin River Farm and Cidery and the Quimper Unitarian Universalist Fellowship um, and the Social Justice Committee within it. Have a great and healthy year. <laughs>